0: Two. <laughs> well
1: this immediately dates the episode
0: <laughs> like, <this> oh was... <laughs> shit
1: fuck <laughs> this didn't even come out until, like, wait 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 June. well hang on a second hang
0: on it doesn't matter if the episode is dated right because we're gonna let people know that these are backlogged
1: that's true yeah uh well i'm very excited for the sequel to a movie i haven't seen on a service i don't own as i already have said yeah but <laughs>
0: I just wanted—I just wanted to know if anyone was excited because I'll let you know right now. I'm not fucking excited either, but my girlfriend made me watch it last night anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't tell you what happened. I fell asleep. The end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, well, you really would, didn't go into the unknown, then, did you? You have no idea. What
0: happened. <clears throat> oh no! I got that far. I get that joke because she was thinking about the unknown. Yeah. And then uh, Homeboy was trying to, he was fumbling with a ring and he wanted to ask the other one to marry him, but I don't know. He kept getting distracted.
1: Oh, man. Oh, that's why she wanted to watch it with you.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh The only thing I know about Frozen 2 is that um, the voice of the Northwind or whatever is one of my favorite singers, Aurora, and that's like it. That's all I know. The end. Uh, Aurora,
0: (laughs) the one that did the... I'm thinking of somebody else. Is that the person that did the song at the end of Mass Effect Andromeda?
1: No, that's the same person. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's the same
0: person. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that person's very talented.
1: (laughs) I love her to death. She's great. Uh, I don't know anything about Spout Frozen. Anyway, uh, so for today's, uh, so as you all know, actually, if this has gone out, I have already had my baby. Hopefully, everything's all right. (laughs)
0: Congratulations.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Way to go, me. Push that sucker out. Or hopefully, it wasn't a C-section. I don't know. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, we're, we're doing a, kind of a backlog that we guys just need to listen to. Um, we didn't really, we, we kind of want to do shorter episodes. That way we have time to record them. And uh, kind of as a joke on Twitter, someone said uh, that we should record a whole episode on Sailor Moon. Um, and then immediately I get an email from Jordan going, let's do this! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so this is that 30-minute joke episode where I rant about Sailor Moon.
0: God, I'm a glutton uh, for punishment moons. if I if I end up falling asleep during this episode I only have myself to blame
1: <laughs> well okay I'm trying to I'm trying to make it interesting because I want to I want to give a small little lecture on why I love Sailor Moon so much and I'm going to start off with the uh, with this Jordan can you tell me what the themes of Sailor Moon are
0: yes dick is number one <laughs> Wait, what the second one is coke doing lots of coke and then oh, the totally. third one is getting more likes on instagram than the other bitches who you go to school with did <laughs> I get it right <laughs> no I was so sure okay. about that second so one I, I was,
1: well, well one instagram didn't even exist back then uh, but because remember this is like an early 90s thing but um, for people who don't know what sailor moon is uh, do, oh, do we have to explain sailor moon to the young kids I suddenly just realized that might be a thing we have to do okay hold on backing up uh, <laughs> to finish my, my statement, most people, I think, would have said, like, oh, it's about love and friendship, whatever. I would like to argue, and this is going to be the top of the next 30 minutes, I think, uh, particularly if you read the comics, the real theme of Sailor Moon is determining what the difference is between sacrifice and suicide. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. We're going to get real deep in this bitch.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. The difference between sacrifice and suicide. Both
1: metaphorical and literally. <laughs>
0: i'm I'm intrigued tell me more <laughs>
1: okay this sounds so, like an
0: exalted march video
1: <laughs> i love sailor moon okay okay so uh my history with sailor moon is like i have i don't remember a time of not being obsessed with sailor moon apparently the story is uh when i was very very little like three or four a neighbor girl was really into sailor moon and she was a couple years older than me and i liked it from her and then that's been ever since um <clears throat> I'm going to say, like, what I'm about to say is mostly based on the comics, because that is not only this, the source, but I think it's actually the better representation of Sailor Moon. Now, there are also, um, as of right now, there's a ton of musicals, there's video games, there's radio plays. We're not doing any of that. I will say I'll touch on the anime, because I think that the there's two anime runs, uh, and we're not even going to talk about the dubs, but the Japanese... Um, anime I think is a little bit of a cash grab in a sense it's it's still okay it has its moments but it I think it ruins everything i'm about to talk about and like it, it because of how they did it and then Salem and Crystal i have not watched because the anime made me sad uh in the sense like it was kind of sloppily done so i'm kind of waiting for it all comes out and mm-hmm. then maybe i'll touch it um so i haven't done that so with that in mind this is mostly about the manga which i will also say i have not reread in a couple of years so most of this is going off of memory. So um
0: <clears throat> you could make all it all that, up and I would believe you.
1: <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> so to unfortunately to understand this to to you and to everyone else listening who hasn't watched Sailor Moon or read the entirety of the comics, we're going to have to explain kind of the storyline here. So uh the, the main storyline of Sailor Moon is that uh 1000 years ago, I think is how it starts or something like that. Uh there was uh the, there was people on the moon, and they were, like, this well, That I I didn't pronounce that right, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> and there was, like, a, the, the they, they were the protectors of this particular galaxy. Every planet has its own particular, like, kingdom, and they did all their particular stuff. And they all had princesses. The princesses were all carriers of these sailor crystals, which meant they could transform and have big magical powers, whatever. It's definitely a magical girl anime. And... Um, what happens is is that there's a big negative force that gets on Earth that gets jealous of all the moon people because the Moon people are living in luxury while the Earth Kingdom is like not doing as hot, and uh, they attack and just destroy everything. So in uh the original in in the manga and sort of hinted at depending on what dub you <laughs> had on the anime, what happens is that when uh the bad guys attack the moon, they kill Prince Endymion or Darien Tuxedo Mask, however you want to say. And Sailor Moon, being the young naive girl, is so distraught. She realizes she she just feels that she can't do anything, and so she literally kills herself. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and she does it for as 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 it is said, selfish reasons. She just can't deal without her love, so she kills herself. And her mother, being so distraught and saying like that. My daughter was the carrier of this big, important crystal, and now we can't use it. We're screwed. (laughs) Oh, God. The best thing she could do was to reincarnate everybody into the 21st century, into the the earth, and try to let history not repeat itself. And that's the the beginning of the story. Now, in the uh, American dub, they all front-loaded you that at the first episode, where in the Japanese stuff, they, like, let you figure that out going on. It's more of a mystery. So with that, uh, you now have five arcs. Um, the five arcs kind of depending on also what uh, what version you're talking about, but at least in the comics, we have what I'm going to call the original one, which is the first arc. Second one is the R arc. Third one is the uh... <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what to go on because like there's different names for it. I'm going to call it the the uh, the S arc, and then the Dreams arc and the Stars arc. So, okay, let's go over each of those and why I think it represents uh, sacrifice versus suicide. So we, with everything I just talked about, the, the very opening is that she's a little girl who's just trying to, you know, get by. She's lazy. She eats a lot. She's really bad at school. She doesn't do anything <laughs> right. <laughs> she's, kind of, she's kind of a hot mess. And the whole point of the first arc is finding out who she is, finding her friends, and then finding the love of her live tuxedo mask. And uh, in, in the manga, what actually happens at the climax is that, you know, he gets kidnapped or whatever, and he dies again. And yet again, she kills herself because she Jesus. hasn't learned anything yet. This I know. dude's <laughs> fucking
0: dying and she's dying and, like, holy it, crap.
1: There's a lot of death in this. Now, there's also a lot of, like, rebirth because, you know, there's, like, five more seasons after that. So. <laughs> now, uh, as, as she stabbed herself... Uh, She gets saved because there was, like, this one of those, like, there was something in her pocket, but whatever. But she wakes up and realizes that, like, oh, because I did this, now all of my friends are dead. Oh. Mm. And she sees the consequences of her actions and then realizes that she has to step up and be an adult. And that's another big arc of this is Sailor Moon becoming an adult woman rather than a child who's focused on herself. And so then she, by, by that ability, she's able to resurrect and then everybody and then defeat the bad guy. And now we're in the second arc. Second art has very similar themes, but instead of focusing on learning the difference kind of between the two and like what happens when you do commit suicide and like all the bad things for it, I think the second art is more focusing on sacrificing for your family very specifically. Um and I think it's like taught in a couple different ways, but I think it's more focused on the Sailor Pluto story. Sailor Pluto is so. I guess to, to explain the arc, the 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 main villains of the second season have um, kind of they're they're like they they make their own little family out of people. Who were outcasts of society and they're like villains and they essentially try to destroy the world because they don't like the Silver Millennium because they're a nice little family. So it's like a big angry group of people who want to be a family trying to attack a good family. And then Sailor Pluto, meanwhile, is uh, the side character who is bound for all eternity to stand alone at the door of time to make sure no one fucks with the time stream. And then also, she can stop time, but if she does so, she essentially sacrifices herself because it's a huge no-no, so it's a punishment. She has a huge crust on Tuxedo Mask and then also really, really loves their daughter, like, as as a mother figure. So she's really jealous of Sailor Moon because she wants what she has. But at the very end of... And so there's kind of, like, parallels between the villains and Sailor Pluto. Sailor Pluto, like, is stoic and she keeps her word. And at the very end of the arc, Sailor Pluto stops time to let them win and essentially sacrifices herself for the family she loves because she knows it's the right thing to do.
0: Mm. You know,
1: she she's not a, a homewrecker, if you will. She doesn't try anything on her feelings. She just, she's like, I, these are the people I love and I want them to be healthy rather than the other bad guys are trying to be all like, you know, I, I, instead of trying to do what's best for society, they try to do what's best for them and they hurt everyone because of it. So you learn to sacrifice for your family in the second arc. Okay. Here's where I take a breather. Because I'm as we're recording this, I'm still pregnant. I'm constantly out of breath.
0: <laughs> it's so weird how much harder it is to just keep talking as opposed to having a conversation.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And then also like my lung capacity is smaller <laughs> yes. than it normally is. <laughs> it's really noticeable for me too. <clears throat> anyway. So the third arc, I think, is a little bit more nebulous, and I think there's a lot more, like, I think the the main reason for that arc is, like, there's a lot of more stuff we have to set up. But I think you can also, like, how I read it, is learning to sacrifice yourself for the innocents. Um And I think that really plays out with the Sailor Chibi Moon and the Sailor Saturn or Hutaru uh, plotline, where, um, so Sailor Saturn or... You first learn of her as just Hutaru, and she is a girl with a father who has <laughs> made a deal with the devil essentially to try and get this big demon out into the world I mean, using his daughter as the um the conduit or whatever, so she's gonna be possessed by this evil demon. Um and he he did that in kind of an in, in the in the anime they try to spin it so he, that was his way of saving her life, but where in the manga he's like, nah, he's just a complete asshole. But um, it, it, the, the whole arc is them trying to decide, like, we know this girl is going to be evil. Do we kill her now? Or do we let her be evil and then kill her? Or do we somehow try to at least save her soul? And, it's, and there's a whole bunch of like other, like I think, little things that work with the trying to save an innocent. And at the very end of the, of the season, you, they, they do save the innocent soul of Hutaru. And they realize, oh, she's also a sailor scout. And that innocent soul helps them to defeat the bad guy in the end, and then move on to the next season. The fourth season is the Dreams arc, which I think is also my favorite one in a way. And that big, like, sacrifice, or whatever that you're, you're learning there, is to sacrifice your childish dreams for your duty. And it, for every, everyone is experiencing like this, oh, I can't really power up anymore, what's the deal with this? And there's, there's a little bit of a story for each of them where they're like, well, my dream is to become like a doctor or a mother or a cook or something like that. And they, they all can't power up until they all accept the fact that they have been chosen for this huge, giant duty, and they have to give up those dreams. As much as they love them and as much as they're wonderful dreams, they have something else more important. And not only that, they're okay with it. And I think that's a huge, like, coming-of-age thing right now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the final season. and I'm, I'm really summing this up, by the way. We're
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we're zipping along.
1: Yeah, we're zipping along. The final season is, I, I think, the combination of everything, and it's 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 sort of like showing how she has grown. So in the whole season, you see her friends literally die, and they don't immediately come back like they have in the other seasons. Like they're dead. You see them destroyed. Everyone she loves is destroyed in front of her by the bad guy, who is another sailor scout. And at the very, very end, there's like um, this, this it's, they call it the cauldron, the galaxy cauldron. And it's a thing where um, each each sailor scout has like a crystal in them. And like, that's the essence of their power. But if as it passes through to the cauldron, it becomes reborn, but it's a new person. So she, the, the the bad guy has dumped all of these things into the cauldron to be reborn again hopefully under her power. And uh, so she essentially has just lost everybody. And so she's sitting there and she doesn't know what to do. For the first time in her life, she is alone. There is nothing to sacrifice for. Everyone she knows and loves is dead or gone or somehow never going to come back, apparently. What is she going to do? And so then it's introduced a character called Sailor Cosmos, who really isn't even in the anime. I mean, that's a whole other story. And she trans, she shows, she was, uh, there's like a little girl in that that whole arc called Sailor Chibi Chibi, and she grows up to be Sailor Cosmos, so she transforms again and says, hey, look, I come from the far distant future where things are just as bad, and I had no idea what to do, and I thought the only thing I could think of doing is that I know that you experienced this way in the past, so I wanted to see what you did. And I've come from the future to see what you have done. And I now know that we are experiencing the same thing. And I think I know what we both must do. And that basically is, is that we have to, despite everything, what we think, we just have to keep fighting, even though it doesn't really make sense to fight because there's nothing to fight for anymore. So thank you for giving me this. And I want to give it back to you. Just keep fighting. And so she does. And so what Sailor Moon does is that instead of killing herself for, um, for, you know, superficial reasons, because she's alone and whatever. What she does is she makes the last attempt grab and she throws herself into the cauldron and tries to use all of her power to, instead of uh, her friends being reborn as new people under the influence of the bad guy, to be reborn as who they were. And it works. She sacrifices herself in one last time and it actually works this time. So essentially she wakes up. It's there, there, it's implied that there's more like stuff in between, but it, like wakes up, and it's her wedding day, and it's it's just like the it's, so I will say like there's there's something like cynical like oh you know she finally like you know all she wants to do be a bride and it's kind of lame, <laughs> but for her, but for, for for Sailor Moon and it's very well established being a bride to her is being an adult, so it it, it begins with her waking up late for school. Not like being a complete idiot and ends on her wedding day when she's a woman. And I think that's a beautiful little arc right there of is Sailor Moon becoming a woman and realizing the difference between sacrificing for selfish reasons, suicide, and then sacrificing for the greater good and other people. Oh, thank you for coming for my TED Talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> golf clap because TED Talks always have a really nice golf clap. So. Yeah, there we go. Uh, let me tell you, that was, I mean, first of all, very well done. Take a breath. Whew. Um, <laughs> it was a
1: lot of talking. <laughs> it was, and
0: I and I have to say, it's very interesting. It makes me a lot more um, interested in the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, though: show doesn't have it as much.
0: <laughs> oh, or the, or the, or, the manga, or the franchise, I should say, rather.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, one thing mm-hmm. I will say is that you know it's very interesting that you sort of honed in on that theme of sacrifice versus um, suicide. Mm -hmm. And this came out probably early 90s, right? It's probably when the manga and the anime... Yeah, I think
1: 91 was when it was first published.
0: Yeah, and so I know this is almost like a tired trope or observation to haul out, but Japan has struggled with a high suicide rate for many decades. And if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around the early 2000s is when it peaked. And so I don't Mm -hmm. think it's outside the... I don't think I I miss... um, I don't think I'm missing the mark by saying that this would have been... Created at a time when it was ramping up
1: perhaps yeah
0: right and so it would just it would make sense to me that someone who whoever, whoever the creative people are behind Sailor Moon sort of did this as a result to, to arm young people with this sort of you know with a mythos essentially about how to fight the mm-hmm. the compulsion to kill yourself even in the mm. face of incredible loss, So I think, I don't know, that's just very interesting. I never knew that that was a thematic <laughs> um, thing in Sailor Moon. And so as you're saying that, I'm going, I think this is really connected to what Japan would have been going through at the time.
1: Perhaps, yeah. There, there is a lot of, like, cultural Japan stuff that, like, you know, as a kid went way over my head. And, like, as an adult, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is because of, you know, whatever reasons. I, I always kind of also read it as, like, I, I, I always was, you know, told in school, like, you know, like, japan and china and i think even korea they're more like collectivistic societies where we're Mm -hmm. more individualistic where they're like really thinking about um you know like your your, their family and the culture where we're like i'm gonna build my stuff pull myself up on the bootstraps and do it my own sure and like there there is something in that message of like suicide is to i'm assuming for them like i I don't want to say selfish and there's also something with honor there that i want to like that's another thing i want to at least address but like i i don't have the right, right, right words for it but um <clears throat> you know like it, it's 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 trying to teach specifically because this is aimed at young women trying to teach young women that like the, the it's not so much about what you lose because you can lose a lot and still keep fighting for for your family your your culture um, the innocence around you you know all sorts of stuff like that keep fighting and, and, and at the very end keep fighting for yourself too I think that's the big major thing of the last arc.
0: That's a, fight a, for yourself. That's a very archetypal message. It's a very old message. That mm-hmm. that exists in so many different <clears throat> legends and ancient stories. The idea essentially is that you are going to pay... Life will exact a toll from you. You will mm-hmm. pay a price in life just for living. Make sure you aim yourself in a way where you pay a price for something that you want to pay a price for. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're idle, you're just going to pay a price for no damn reason anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly didn't know that Sailor Moon went this deep. I'm actually really excited (laughs) to know that because it's such a successful franchise over such a long period of time. And to me, I'm really interested in those things. I I am really interested in Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Superman, Batman, not just for the same reasons. Well, I don't want to make myself sound hoity-toity. I think everybody's interested in them for the same reasons. Mm -hmm. I just think some people don't realize that that's why they're interested in Star Wars. Right They yeah. think it's the laser swords and the spaceships, which that's part of it, but the real thing is that it has these really old messages built into it, mm-hmm. and every time I see another mega franchise that had that has had this long life, and here's another one where it has very old themes I don't know mm-hmm. that i just I, I noticed that pattern over and over it's the, it's the real Joseph Campbell thing. Oh, um,
1: the- <clears throat> hero's journey
0: hero of a thousand faces yeah, yeah. hero's hero's journey it's, it's basically the same story being told over and over again through mm-hmm. it, with a lot of different trappings and settings and styles but it's the same key story basically
1: mhm mm-hmm. and i and i will say like it's it's it, it is all of this is buried in what is a teenager's Manga, you know, like there's a lot mm-hmm. of silly stuff, there's yeah. a lot of jokes, there's a lot of like you kind of have to dig deep into it. But the, these are the impressions of like someone who's been a lifelong fan of Sailor Moon. These are the things that stick with me, you know, like That's it's, right. it, there, there's there is a lot of jokes, there's a lot of funny stuff, you like you know, a lot of just like oh, she, you know, she loves him, whenever you know, it's kind of silly, but there's also this stuff. Um, one one thing I, I want to point out real quick. So uh, in the history of Sailor Moon, it was originally um it was there was two issues called Sailor V following who would be Sailor Venus, and it was kind of like the uh, the prequel or whatever of like this is her rough idea she's just kind of publishing it to see what happens. Oh I should say she is the author. Um, I I I'm a fake fan I guess because I can never pronounce her name. It's like Naoko Takeuchi Te- or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I. I, I can't do it. Wait, actually, fun facts, so while we're recording this is on March 15th, which is apparently her birthday. That was not planned.
0: Oh, well, um, that's so happy, happy right birthday!
1: There. Yeah, <laughs> happy birthday there. Um, and then she <clears throat> went and published the whole Sailor Moon. I think um, I have the newer, what was this published by? Godansha Comics that was released in like the 2013, 2014 era. And um, I have two issues of Sailor V, 12 issues of Sailor Moon, and then two tiny issues of like Extra Stories. Um, I want to talk about the Sailor V comic real quick because 99% of it is definitely, like, working ideas of, like, how she would do this. And then the very last part makes me – I think is a really great, um, like uh, – it, it's not an explainer to the series because it's not quite about sacrifice, but it, it is pretty close – of, like, the deep ideas of, like, you had this very silly adventure – but there is this little twist at the end. And I actually want to read it verbatim how, how it's translated. So like to, uh, as I pull out my thing, the it's the basis of Sailor V is, is kind of like the Sailor Moon. There is a male character that kind of saves the day some time. Um, and then there's the Sailor Moon or Sailor V character that like, you know, is the powerful one or whatever. So in this version, the Tuxedo Mask is called Ace. And he is actually a reincarnated guy from the past who has sold his soul to the devil to find her again and is essentially a, a villain because he loves her and whatever. And he, essentially his love has blinded him to trying to kill her because of, they're, they're, this makes more sense. We're just going to gloss over it because we don't have time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We're just, we're just
1: moving on with it. So at the very end, uh, he he is dying. He's about to fall off a cliff and she's holding his hand and he wants to give her one gift because he's done a whole bunch of terrible things to her and he at least wants to give her one thing. And so this is what he tells her. As the final act, I will tell you your I will tell your love fortune. Your love will never be granted for all eternity. What's wrong with you? You should be happy at that. Your love or your duty. Now you can live the rest of your life never having to worry about the tortures of deciding between them. Your fate is to battle on. And then he dies.
0: That dude sounds like a dude that just wanted some pussy <laughs> and didn't get it. <laughs> That dude, that sounds like what an emo <laughs> boyfriend says when he gets dumped. It's like, well, fuck you. You're not gonna find anybody. So that's what that dude sounds like.
1: A little bit, but like at the same time, like he's he's very earnest about it. And like I, I, that that is really honestly her fate. She she is boy crazy throughout the entire thing, but she never finds love, and she knows this because her her real duty and what she really actually wants to do because she, she she's the de facto leader of the Sailor Scouts she has to fight on and that's her duty mm. and this little this moment here I think is one of those like yeah okay I that's fine I have now accepted my duty this is who I am now I'm going to be a fighter and I respect that I thought that was a really cool little moment and I I get what you mean like there is a I, here's the thing this is the difference between like fantasy and reality like in reality <laughs> if someone told you that like ah oh, fuck right right <laughs> In a world of magic and like fortune, like fortune telling are real. Then I think it, it's a little bit deeper because he was—he th- was very earnest, definitely telling her the truth. Where in reality, yeah, he's a fuckboy. Totally get that.
0: In reality, but- that dude has been watching too much cuckold porn, and he's got images in his head of what <laughs> his ex-girlfriend's gonna be doing after she leaves him. He's like, "No, <laughs> you'll never find anyone." <laughs> Way to ruin my emotional moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, here's something to talk about now, because uh, something I was thinking about was, like... the Cold
0: board. The- whoa, hang what? on. No, watch, whoa, whoa, watch whoa. Out. You brought that up. That's on you. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, time <laughs> out. Back out of this.
1: No, no, no. Like, there is a big difference between, like, um, stuff that would be said to you in a fantasy series, and then stuff that could be said to you in real life. Yeah, everything
0: <laughs> like- that Sola says, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, essentially, like... It's it's like there's something fun about the things that are are like bad or not quite right or whatever, especially when they're like truthful. And then like you know in in but like people don't know like you don't like in real life people don't know like you're never gonna find another man like that's dumb mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like in real life, if you get dumped and to go back to drag dragon age, if you get dumped in a glade after getting your tattoos removed, yeah, I'm gonna dump you. But no, you come back. I'll dump you first. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but you know, I think in this case it's supposed to be, you know, it's 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 a thing that's set up. It makes more sense. Um, but I think that's also why we have a lot of like cringy teenagers who say stuff like this because they haven't quite gotten the difference between like things that are reality and then things that just sound cool in a fantasy setting, and that's basically it. <laughs>
0: I think there's a lot of adults that are like that. I think there's a lot of people that That's true. We watch so much television and in particular we watch <laughs> so much um either political television or, or we are we are becoming inundated with marketing verbiage. Yeah and so you can tell that the way people talk is like a very it's like a commercial or a sales pitch or a political speech. It's a it's everywhere. Or a YouTube video. People talk to each other like they're trading YouTube videos. They don't really have real conversations.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I've like, you know, back when i did therapy like i sometimes you, people will tell you like things that really stuck with them and the things that really stuck with them are never sound cool they never they're never whatever it's usually just like very short sentences that are very simplistic that just um was the right thing to say at the like i know it's very duh but i mean like um <clears throat> I'm trying to think of something in my own life so i don't tell client stories <laughs>
0: But, no, um, you're so right. Like literally, as yeah. you said that, I'm like, oh wow, you're right. That's totally true for. Me. I mean, of course, you've had so yeah. much experience listening to people. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be an exception to this. That's actually true for me, also.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't. Like, in in the heat of the moment, I cannot. Like I know something has been said to me that is really impactful. But like, it's it's usually just like, and I love you too, or I think you're doing okay, or no, mm. I you know you're all right. You know, it's it's very small moments of just realness of like that real reality that really stick with people in real life versus you know i'm sure in in the trying to bring it back to sailor moon and the thing with sailor v she's gonna remember that for the rest of her life is this big long-winded sentence by some as you as you put it cuckold boy so (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) things don't work out like that so i I guess the maybe the message of this episode is advice to the young ones if you want to break up with someone or if you want to Get into someone's head or like make them realize you know uh this this big important thing about themselves. you don't have to use don't use flowery flowery flowerly god <laughs> <laughs> my words are gone. Flowery language, don't bring out the thesaurus, don't quote your favorite movie, just be just say what you mean, and that's good enough, and that's all that really matters. <clears throat> anyway. That's on that. Uh, well, uh, I feel like, have we been recording for 30? I think we have been. This has been 30 minutes.
0: Is there anything else that's super essential about Sailor Moon that you just <clears throat> want people to get? Maybe people who don't have any understanding of it. I think you did a great job of summarizing the themes. That that honestly <laughs> elevated my view of Sailor Moon by like a billion. <laughs> um, it's actually something, I don't have time to go and check everything out, but if I ever do, uh, I might I might just uh, check out some Sailor Moon manga. But what is there any parting thoughts on Sailor Moon that you want to give people?
1: Um... The Amer- the original American dub is cringy and terrible but extremely nostalgic for me. Mm. So I feel bad. like the, the God, I can't even describe how mean like cr- there's this one scene where Sailor Mercury is trying to tell uh, a bad guy off. And uh, in the original, she says something it, like it's very simple, like we don't belong here or something like that. I can't I forgot what the original was. And for some reason they decided to translate that as go bleach your roots creep. And that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It just is. Um, so if you only remember the English dub, just know that not only are complete storylines just so different from what it actually is, uh, but like the themes and what they say, like the the Dick, the actually the the one who uh, translated it was a company called Dick, the the Dick, <laughs> or <laughs> Deek. D-I-C, uh, the, the dick dub is awful and cringy and like was trying to be cool 90s people uh, and it, it failed completely. However, it is now hilarious. But if that's what you remember and you think it's stupid, go back to the comics because I think that's the best one. Or go back to like the Japanese anime if you want to feel a little bit nostalgia. Go, go back to some of the original stuff in like the language it was supposed to be in or, or at least a dub or something or a, a sub. And f- realize how different it is. And that's why people like it. Mm. it's people I people got into Sailor Moon because of the dick dub and then they realized the whole cool world sure. behind it and they're like yeah.
0: oh <laughs> that is such an interesting thing with 90s anime Digimon has yeah. exactly the same thing where like <clears throat> if you learn the story of how the English dub was written and the two guys that were responsible for so much of the cringe humor it it's completely the opposite of what the show was in Japan mm-hmm. in certain moments but now you've got this whole generation of people who are like I know it's bad but I like that version <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I will say with. like, I I know the '90s Sailor Moon is bad, but I, something about the voices I think really works to me. Like, I I I I think they're they're, they're so they're redubbing the old anime into uh, English now, and like the voices are fine, but they all sound similar. Whereas the '91 like everyone sounded v- wildly different. Yeah, and there's something about that. Like, I I almost wish like we had the new translation with the old voices, which I know would be impossible, mm. but. Um, I think that that would be my ideal Sailor Moon anime. 90s voices, now translations. How would that work out? Even the Luna that speaks like she's 90, don't judge me. I like it. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't come at me. Uh, I got to say, man, go bleach your roots. That's actually a pretty decent insult. I got to remember that one.
1: (laughs) Go bleach your roots creep. Go bleach your
0: roots creep. And
1: it's kind of deadpan. Go bleach your roots creep. It's like that. (laughs) it's an iconic line in the the, the series because it was so like wait what
0: holy crap well i mean that was okay so this is pretty fantastic we said we were going to keep it somewhat short so i i I think have we covered it for sailor moon or is there anything else you really yeah i
1: i think that's it uh there's probably going to be real quick i i don't know how many this is the first backup we're recording so i don't know how um Many of these 30 minutes one or if you're yeah. going to have to quickly bring someone in to uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, try,
0: I'll try and make sure this is the first <laughs> short one that we release. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. we said that we might do a Digimon one. We said that we might do kind of in the reverse of this where I'm explaining it. And then we yeah. might do we might do a couple of other fun ones.
1: Yeah, so I, 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 our goal is to just do four because I want to be gone for about two months before trying to work things back in. So uh, hopefully this is the first of only four of these tiny little episodes. So thank you for bearing with us in uh, my trying time with a newborn. Um, <laughs> uh, with that, Jordan, where can they find
0: you? Uh, folks can find me at the Exalted March on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Instagram. <clears throat> Katie, where can folks find you?
1: Uh, well, nowhere right now. Uh, but <laughs> you can. <laughs> You can find me at the Gilderthal Allen YouTube channel and Twitter. And with that, everyone, go bleach your roots, creep!